Over the last nine months, I've interviewed hundreds of musicians. I wanted to know what motivates them to play music, what's their biggest lifestyle challenge, and how do they want to be remembered? Let's hear what they had to say. All right, welcome back. It is the Music Fit Podcast, and I'm your host, Mike Schwartz. This show today is going to be a little bit different, and uh, we like it like that around here, Music Fit. Now, the last nine months here for uh, myself and the team have been full of research, and they do say when things get tough, the professionals go to work. That's to quote my good friend and coach, Mark England, also a guest on the show a few times over the past couple years, so be sure to check him out. But my point being is that these last nine months have been all about research. We wanted to gauge what was the lifestyle challenge for you as an artist, as an industry member. What kind of things were stopping you from being the very best that you could possibly be? And we got some really, really great uh, information back from this research study. And we wanted to put it together into a curriculum so that we could help to better the lives of our music community. And we did just that. We're set to release the Music Fit Method on February 22nd. It's a six-week coaching program. Um, it's the Movement Coach Level 1. So we got a lot of feedback that uh, artists and industry just didn't know how to correctly move for preparing to play or to go into the studio. And they didn't know how to recover from injuries and they didn't know how to become more resilient to prevent them in the first place. And then the biggest thing is they didn't know how to optimize. They didn't know what movements they should be doing to optimize their performance. So we took all of that into consideration in developing this program. We put it into six weeks. We've got it. Not only is it going to help you as an artist, but if you're an educator, if you're out on the tour, you're not going to have to hire another strength coach or something like that. You're not going to have to send your students off to... Um, a personal trainer or a physiotherapist or something for those injuries, you're going to have a baseline knowledge on how to help to treat uh, the next generation of young and upcoming rock stars, which is my whole goal here. We've got this thing as an accredited program. So if you happen to hold any sort of designation as a fitness professional, um, this will count towards your education, right? So continuing education is huge. We want to help bring up the next crop of young musicians to, to live well, live better than we did, you know, so, so we can make it more normal to, uh, to be fit and well, so you can continue to share that gift of music with the rest of the world. So the show today, we're going to talk to three of the individuals that were a part of our research over the last nine months. We're going to start Megan Dawson, singer-songwriter from Calgary, Alberta. Then we got Dan Moir, a Los Cabos drummer out of Sudbury, Ontario. And then we got Danny Bennington, killer guitarist from the UK. Without further ado, we're going to start things off. Ladies first with Megan Dawson. Here we go. First, big one. What's your biggest frustration about your own health or well-being? Um, I think for me, and it was kind of interesting, even like when you first brought up uh, last week about this, it definitely got me thinking and just kind of narrowing in. And I think for me, the biggest thing has been probably maintaining energy like throughout the full day. Like mm -hmm. some days it's, it's funny, I'll get like a good like eight to 10 hours of sleep, but I still find by maybe like one or 2 PM, I'm starting to like 
crash and that might yes 100 percent. and that might mean like i even napping for like 20 minutes or to me i don't really like turning to caffeine but sometimes like having like a coffee or an english breakfast tea so i've been trying to scale back on that to try and train my brain to just like not expect that that's going to come at 2 p.m and let's just try and push through it so I would say that because I think especially sometimes with the schedule and like the days and there's no time to take that, like whether it's a nap or, you know, just to kind of pick yourself up. So it's just kind of been, I think that, and maybe that tying in. So like once um, I've kind of done my work for the day or done what I needed to do in my day, really just shutting my brain off, not going on my phone or social media, trying to really just take myself out of that and put my energy into something else. Yeah. Um, it's very difficult to balance that running kind of the business side of things. But um, I re- realized how important that is to really balance out both that energy thing and also just trying to put my mental energy into something else that's productive for myself, like working out or just being with my family kind of thing and being present. So I usually try and kind of go back to like maybe um, just things that I've learned from like my previous like personal trainer and stuff like that. And um, just like mentors in my life and basically just kind of trying to figure out, um, you know, like what are those things in my world that really help me to like boost my energy, like first thing in the day so that I can last. And one of those things I always turn to is doing like at least 30 minutes of exercise may not be like the most hardcore workout, but even just like walking going for a walk outside um and just i know that those real those things really do kind of reset my brain and just kind of you know get me a little bit re-energized so yeah i've been i haven't really yeah i guess turned to like search engines it's more just been yeah like previous experience with like different mentors and uh, trainers and stuff like that to try and figure out and go back to those things that did previously work for me and see if they still could work for me now if that makes any sense yeah absolutely that's perfect um I feel like you're a, a literary person, like into the books and stuff, audio or whatnot. So this one may be applicable, may not. Are there three books that have had a good impact on your health and happiness? Um, I would say there's, I, I do like doing some reading and definitely, yeah, the audiobook thing has been a huge lifesaver for me because I have a very hard time focusing on one thing for too long. But there have been a few really good books that I've read just in the last year that have really like stuck out to me and have really allowed me to kind of just shift my perspective and try and focus on other things one of those i can't remember the author's name but it's called the power of now so good it's that's been a huge one because i think that kind of applies to the social media aspect of things it's about you know being present and really focusing on what's right in front of you and not worrying about those things that happened in the past because that's not helpful and so that's been a really good one um i have been reading um it was it's called mind and music um lessons and tips from the guy in the back row and it's by brian farrell Oh, yeah, I love Brian. Perfect. Yeah, I love Brian. It's a great book, and it's, it's nice because it's definitely shorter, but I think just from the perspective, it definitely feels like it kind of combines those aspects of the check-in with your mental health as an artist, but also, like, how to keep moving forward as an artist and uh, learning from other people and stuff like that. So that's been a really good one. What does life look like for you when you are healthy and happy? Um, I think for me, it's, it's interesting because I feel like it kind of comes back to, yeah, that almost like that power of now concept. I feel like for me, I know that I've, I'm definitely in a very mental health 
like good state and also physically a good place and um, with good energy is when I really am focusing on being present in the now, allowing myself to listen to where my head is at. If I'm saying that I need a break, if I am saying that I can keep going and really just allowing that to be my driving force and not letting anything kind of disrupt that or become too loud for me to hear what I need to be hearing myself. I feel like for me, um, especially because I definitely have those days and it's great because I, I feel like I am fully in control of my emotions, my mental health and my physical health. And I feel like in turn, that makes me feel very happy and motivated and inspired. Um, but also it's nice because I can reflect on those moments and that feeling when I'm not feeling as up and happy on life, you know what I mean? So it's kind of the, the just knowing that I can be in that place and I know how to get back to that place, but it's also just as important to kind of go through the hard time and the negative emotions to work through that because ultimately that will lead me to being stronger when I am in the happy spots of my life. Hey, this one, I want to kind of rephrase it. I heard it really well. Um, it was put really well. If you were to leave this world tomorrow, what would you want your people, your loved ones, your fans, everybody who's uh, been a part of your life to say about how you impacted them? Oh my goodness. I think for me, um, I would actually, it's kind of interesting. I feel like this could kind of grow kind of across the board with both family, friends, and I guess listeners and everything. Um, it would be that I was always that, I would say that friend that they didn't know that they needed maybe. And um, I was always very genuine whenever I delivered anything, whether that was advice, whether that was just being there to be a shoulder to cry on, or again, with my music, releasing things that are very authentic to who I am. Um, and in turn inspires them to be the best versions of themselves and not compromise that for anyone. Um, so I would say that would probably be a big thing. And also just I always want, I, I love having people in my life, and this again goes across the board with all of those categories, who make me uh, a better person mm -hmm. and constantly motivate me to be a better person. And I, in turn, to be able to have people say that I was able to do that for them as well would be a huge one for me. I'm going to give you a magic wand, okay? I'm going to get you to create a program that had anything that you wanted. What would it include? Ooh. I know. Oh. Um, okay. So I think, um, in regards to, I would say like a balance with like just a working out schedule, um, trying to figure out how to navigate if you do have a packed week and you need energy and all of those things. And if say working out in specific ways will actually make it more difficult to get through that with energy, I would say just like trying to figure out ways to still get something active in, um, but maybe it's not like an intense workout. It's something that you can just do to feel good, like you did something active, but you can still balance it with the rest of your week kind of thing. That would be a big one. Uh, and then I'm trying to think what else. I think, yeah, it would be um, trying to find ways to, yeah, balance anxiety and tips and tricks and maybe techniques that you can do to um, work through those things or if you feel that they're even coming how to even just like stop it before you know it happens kind of thing I would say that's a huge one and um, yeah I think 
Yeah, I, I mean, those are some big ones for me because I think those kind of those definitely cross over with just like my normal life, but also just like they would cross over a lot with like the musician business side of things as well. That's cool. I'm gonna finish things off here, give you a fill in the blank question because they're fun. I want to go from blank to blank so that I can blank. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I want to go from, whew. I feel like um, it could be something along the lines of like, I want to go from feeling maybe stressed to feeling, um, I guess, balanced in aspects of my life so that I can feel fulfilled. <laughs> cool. All right. Thank you very much, Megan Dawson, singer, songwriter, Calgary, Alberta, and dear friend of mine. We're going to switch gears up in here. Head out to Sudbury, Ontario for Dan Moir, Los Cabos drumstick artist. Here we go. But what's the biggest frustration regarding the your lifestyle? Like what kind of areas do you find are the biggest challenge being in the in the music industry right now? I just want to be able to practice for eight hours a day and not have my body give out on me. That's that's kind of that's kind of my biggest thing. Like I just want to be able to practice lots and because like I think that like like I've been experimenting with like the height of my throne, among other things, yep. trying to like like I didn't even realize that I wasn't positioning my hips at like the right type of angle. I was kind of like put, like seating them more forward instead of kind of like shifting it them back in the way that you're kind of supposed to stick your butt out in a little like a little bit. Yes. Yeah. I yeah, and I never realized that uh, how much extra pressure I was putting on like certain lower pieces of my spine. I've probably got some kind of a bulging disc issue because I'm definitely feeling what I assume is sciatica. Right. After after periods of time of practicing. Um, if I'm doing double bass stuff, I can, I don't know if it's because my hamstrings are just like flush full of blood or, or if it's the pressure on the edge of the throne, but like there's that too. Like I'll find that like my, the, my, the underside, like lower buttocks, higher hamstring will get really sore if I'm practicing for long periods of time. Yep. I'm just trying to figure out ways to like, I don't know if that means that things are getting worse or if that's because I've upped my practice time, but I'm just trying to navigate that right, as right. best as I can. What, I guess, um, on, on that regard then, like if, if it's all about kind of like just getting the, the body not broken, um, what kind of things have you tried in the past? I, th there's a bunch of things that I'm not being uh, as diligent as I should be about. Like, I know that there is different, uh, you know, yoga series of positions that you can do, obviously, to help with that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. I do weightlifting fairly regularly, though I don't have a personal trainer to help me keep working on my form like I probably should. Right. Or I'm not nerdy enough about it these days to keep trying to, like, update my technique, I guess. Yeah. So that's probably something that I could do better on. But, like, yeah. uh, I do weightlifting to try to help with muscle stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I bought one of those so right things that's pretty magical. Yeah, those things are right. pretty. Those things are pretty cool. Yeah, I mean yeah. when you can't afford a massage therapist for like hundred bucks an hour. Oh, of course, right. No, it's, yeah. uh, it's I'm on a drummer's salary, man. Drummer's salary, and that's the that's yeah. the biggest challenge, right? Like that that's one of the things that's, that's like, how do I navigate the financial stress, right? Like that's a big part, right? And never mind the the. You know, of course. Oh God, I'm not eating well enough, dude. I'm like not even making en enough money to eat all the fruits and vegetables and keeping myself fed properly. I'm that's eating what... pancakes way too much. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what I mean is that it it becomes this, a bit of a system. I've, I've heard this time and time again in the, in the few like few years I've been doing this now. Um, it's just 
if we don't invest now, it becomes more of a cost later. That's a good way. Totally. To so it's um, it's very interesting to get, and that's the whole purpose of these kind of calls is just to kind of get an understanding of what people have done in the past, what things are out there. Um, in in your like, just to reframe your, um, I guess, biggest challenge here, it would be the the body mechanics and the the breakdown to be able to practice and play. Um, to the top or highest quality that you you can for for where you're at, right? I feel like it takes like that many hours to try to play the stuff I'm trying to play. So, yeah. <laughs> or yes. that I dream of that I dream of playing, right? So, okay. yeah, yeah. So you want to be able to last and have that stamina and not have your body break down, right? Mm -hmm. Like, do you see one area in particular, or are there a few different it, areas of your mechanics it, that you want to work on? It used to be my wrists. I was overusing my wrists until I learned uh, proper finger technique. And okay. then and then I was also just going way too hard. I was doing six hours a day on the practice pad because of my working situation. And that's just probably too long. Like, even if your technique's... Okay, my technique wasn't perfect, right? Whose technique is perfect? So six hours on the practice pad was just too much. And, yep. uh, and I was doing it like days and days and days in a row. So... I chilled out and I didn't get any slower. So, you know, the rest clearly didn't hurt me. Right. So that used to be the thing. So I, it was rest and then fixing my technique, but definitely the rest. And then, uh, and now it seems to be just the hips and the lower back and the ankles and, and my ankles. I think that like, I just haven't been, I feel like I have a really weak, like exterior of my ankle kind of like right uh, in this crevice yeah, yeah. Okay. from like, I've got flat feet and I'm not sure if I like stand, I feel like I, I stand and I lean like to yeah. one side, like if with my hip out and then do, I'm kind of like, do a little thing. Like, uh, go, go like angle down on the, on the webcam. If you can. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to see what your feet are doing. Yeah. And then go, go stand back there on the, on the carpet there. Cool. Can you so just definitely balance? a little, yeah, and, and balance now. Yeah, just balance on one leg. Oh, I've got bad balance. Yeah. So you can see the whole shift of your, yeah, your your whole body shifts off to that hip. Soften your standing knee. Okay. Yeah, soften it. And what that's going to do is it's actually going to engage your glutes. What happens with your foot, uh, it's so good that you're talking about foot health. Oh. Your first anchor is your big toe. Squeeze your big toe. Back. Dude, I have so many issues activating my toes. Yeah, like yeah. I've, I've never foot. used them for balance. Yeah, dude. I've never okay. used them so for balance. There, that's number one for you right there because that's your grounding. If we can get your foot to actually engage, I've got some drills to build your foot strength, okay? Um, first one is just the bracing technique of, of how you stand. You're going to spin your feet into the ground like a screwdriver, okay? What that's going to do is like, here, I'll... Uh, Give you the the foot. I got the Rolling Stone socks on here today. So this is Am I going toes in or toes out for yeah, that? Yeah, you want to actually you want to spin into the ground like they were a screwdriver. So it's like you're gonna drive your feet in. Your toes are gonna go out, but they're still in the ground. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you should feel that everything locks up. Even your knees go back out over your second and third toe now, right? Your second. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely do try like when I'm doing uh, squatting and deadlifting kind of motions. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely trying to put a little bit of like pressure on the outside of my knees a bit, of course, and yeah. really like dig in with my toes. Is that yeah. that's kind of the same type of thing that you're talking? That's about? That's what you're looking for. I'll send you a resource to get you a bracing technique. I'll, uh, I'll actually, I'm doing videos tomorrow, so I'll, uh, I'll make that part of the, uh, the video sequence. Um, have you, have you done any like big readings or are there any other articles or anything that you would like really recommend as just about to ask you if you've ever read the, um, the anatomy of drumming by John Lamb. 
Yes, uh, Lamb. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's. I'm sure that like you're probably well past that because of like what you're in. Of course, right? It's a book that's supposed to introduce that to drummers. But I read it and it blew my mind. Like the way that connective tissue works and like the elasticity of it and the way that your body pulls itself into the position that you keep itself that you keep yourself in. Yep. Which no wonder my lower back keeps shifting back. Oh, oh, that's the other thing too. Like oh gosh, check out how awful this computer chair is. I've yeah. had this computer chair oh, yeah, since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you see how worn it is. Yeah. <laughs> The, oh, the cushion. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. that's. Uh, that, mm. I never really felt that in a while. The padding's basically gone. Yeah. I was sitting on a pillow, but I wasn't going to sit on a pillow for the interview. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, when it comes to soreness, like if it like, gosh, I don't really stop. Like I'll right. do the, like if I'm practicing, I'll, I'll get up and I'll go stretch and then I'll go sit down. If I need to take a break, I'll take a five minute break and then come back rather yeah. than call it a day. Okay. So I still I still do my full amount of practice. Okay, and then what? Not is that, that I practice six hours every day, just okay. the days that I want to. Okay, cool. Sorry. On average, what would it what would be awesome like to get to without having to have a break? Oh God, six hours. Totally. If I if I can find a way to activate my body in a way that it just works. Yep. For six that's hours. That's Done. Okay, cool. Now, here's a cool one. If you were to die tomorrow, what would you like your fans or your followers or your loved ones or your bandmates to say about how you've impacted them? Hopefully, uh, I the message I gave was that practice can be fun <laughs> and you should enjoy it if you're trying to be good. So it's like, cool, I want to help get people there faster. I want to help people get the transformation and be able to stick with it and have that personal development so that you are now, it's the going back to the theory of teaching the man to fish rather than just giving the fish here, here's your method. Go. Mm -hmm. People aren't going to be able to do that. I want to make sure that it sinks in and that you're now actually able to curate that for the next person, right? So that even in your lessons, the stuff that you learn in this program, you can now incorporate and make that a part of your teaching your education that's my goal is i want to create jobs in here man so like what kind of a drummer you said drummers are producers well what kind of a drummer is also now kind of a coach last question for you my dude fill in the blanks i want to go from blank to blank so that i can blank hmm gosh i want to go from All I can, I like what I do. So all I can really say is go from out of pain or so go from slightly in pain to out of pain so yep. that I can play the drums for the rest of my life. Perfect. Love or it. maybe I want to go from uneducated to educated so that I can take care of myself better. Woohoo-wee, Sudbury, Ontario, bring in the heat. We're going to hop across the pond to the UK with Danny Bingington. Here we go. What is your biggest frustration with your lifestyle? Right oh, sure. That's a cool question. Um, I guess the, the biggest one is either the lack of performing shows or going to shows is a huge one. Um, obviously, for, for me personally, I listen to lots of heavier music. And when you go to heavier shows, there's a quite a high energy. I think most people would agree it's a, a nice way just to let any hair that you may have down for a little while. I guess for me, that's been like we, we, me and my fiance, we, we actually had a few like just really exciting gigs lined up for this year. 
Um, we actually had download tickets, which was the first time, believe it or not, I would have ever have been to download, which is crazy bad. Oh. Um, yeah, I've wanted to go to download for years. Uh, if I'm honest, it's just been either like financial reasons or I've had, like I've been away doing other things at the time. Yeah, we yes. had it lined up for this year, and obviously that was taken away. Um, uh, we had um, we were supposed to see Parkway Drive at the Wembley Stadium, which was probably the biggest show they'll have ever done, probably so far. Yeah, and that, that got pulled as well. Which I'm a huge Parkway Drive fan, so that really sucks. Like these are exciting things we were we were really keen for. Um, we did have a few others, but uh, I can't I can't think of the names. There was too many. But yeah, basically everything <laughs> that we that we had lined up, we did have quite a few shows. Like we we like to go to shows. It's one of our things. We yeah. you know we we both enjoy music. So yeah, that's been a huge one. Um, I see. Obviously, people are adapting as they kind of should be to like the live streaming shows and things like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess since this podcast is about my personal opinion, I'm not fully into them too much. I, I feel like you lose an element from a live stream show, for sure. Like, it kind of worries me that that's going to become something that sticks around. Um, I have seen a lot of big bands, and I understand why they're doing it, kind of pushing this as a way forward, um, you know, saying that live streaming shows may be the way we do it, and this is how you can facilitate that. I just fear that it just saturates everything, and everybody's going to be streaming shows, and yeah. I don't know. You, you lose a huge part. So, yeah, for me, it's kind of a, that's been a really big one uh, for sure. Does that play the game in, in your head? Is that something that you just don't have like a, an outlet? Sure. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it has been a huge part for me. Like I, uh, a little earlier in the year, maybe wasn't feeling so good about lockdown in a mental sense. I think that could have been a huge part for me. Um, I don't know how to say it. I'm not like, you know, we all have our pent up things that bother us on a daily basis. And yeah, I think for me, not having that outlet has been huge. I've been trying to find other ways just to fill that void, which fortunately, I guess I could say as a musician myself, I have just turned a lot of that energy kind of inward. And I've just been trying to play songs that I enjoy or try to write things of my own and just yeah. like, I guess, um, like you said, which is really cool. Thanks for seeing some of the videos. But as you've mentioned, I have a, I've been quite, quite proactive in putting out a lot more content. I have played guitar videos for years, but yeah. nobody really ever saw them. I had no followers. Nobody, yeah. no one, nobody really knew. Oh, um, yeah. So as one tiny positive for what it's worth in this world, I have seen an increase in online activity through lockdown. So as I've been posting more content, um i have been getting you know just people reaching out from all over the world the followers of numbers are increasing which is cool um and i guess to keep relevant for me in probably the last week or two i stumbled across some pretty cool musicians from the uk they don't live near me uh they kind of just started all around yeah um they stumbled across one of the footage that i put out and like in the last kind of week or two we've started like a digital kind of band for lack of a better oh, yeah. word which is the so super early stages. Uh, there are some demos that, if I'm honest, like I'm, I'm really excited to be a part of them. Like I think it's, it's cool. But we're all, we're all gonna say that. So yeah, yeah. I think for me, there's definitely been the negative side. But I have been fortunate that in some ways, some kind of opportunities have helped me get through. Because for the lack of live shows, okay, well I'll maybe write some music then. This is like a, a good time. You know, I write music anyway, but this is a specifically quite a good time to. So maybe sink my teeth into that and put a lot of that energy. Yeah. It's frustrating being locked up, man. You know, personal yeah. relationships can take strains. And 
I don't know, you do see small changes in yourself. Like I'm quite a reflective person. I look back sometimes and yeah, it can be frustrating just being stuck in a house for sure. Um, yeah. As far as it goes, we've been really well behaved. We we have stayed home. Like give or take the, the one Amsterdam trip I, I mentioned earlier, but we <laughs> probably, probably haven't left our homes for the best part of like eight months, nine months at this point, unless it's just to get, you know, things from the store or whatever. But uh, eventually that gets difficult. I video game. There's there's one actually. Uh, yeah. there's, there's uh that's been a, honestly like I don't know. I think that's been a big one for me. Like video gaming's been great for just taking me out of the real world and hearing about COVID and politics and all of those yeah. fun things that we all we all love to hear so much about. On the follow up with that, what's like the number one thing that you'd like to change about your current lifestyle regarding uh, movement or exercise? Uh, nutrition mindset is there anything that you'd like to to change uh yeah it's a good question uh, i guess like to answer some of them off i mean for, for exercise i'm okay uh, i appreciate it's not showing himself and i thought he would but uh just laid by my feet uh we have our now one year old german shepherd who loves uh, a really long walk um so he does get two walks every single day so even in a lockdown i'm always encouraged like i do get outside Yep. So again, in that sense, I'm kind of fortunate for, for that one being ticked off. Um, definitely diet would be just for the sake of conversation. This isn't a huge one. I'm a fairly slim dude, although I eat quite a lot of food. It, it doesn't often land. So I'm not really the kind of person who watches my diet. However, my fiance will probably agree. I think I'm addicted to chocolate. Um, I guess there's a more important one though, which is quite a big one for me. Um, earlier in the lockdown, I had a pretty rough mental time just with, I mean, to give some small specifics but just with the situation like I had a really hard time with being locked down I'm quite a social guy I like to talk it's not being told you can't do any of that um I don't really have a political opinion on really anything but then I'm still hearing things in the political world that just don't sound fun like I don't know loads about them but I know it doesn't sound good and that just really like got in my head for a while um and for about a month which is my main point here uh I actually just called all of my social medias and honestly I really want to do it again. Just uh, like, like I was in a particularly bad space and I found myself like, there's obviously a lot of negativity out there and it's, it's fair enough, but I just found reading it every single day because I'm stuck in bored and it's all I'm seeing is just like, and then there was the protests of course, which was happening at the same time as all the other things. Like yeah. I honestly just had enough. It really didn't do me any favors. And yeah, for about a month straight, I deleted everything and stuck to it like glue. Um, and honestly, like instant difference, I would recommend it to anyone. I don't, I don't feel like it's healthy for the brain to just read that much negativity and false information, because even if it's not negative, if it's not true, you're just confusing people and everything you read, like you read one, I mean, some articles you read contradict themselves in the same paragraph. <laughs> like they've like it's so insane like wow. just as a normal rational human like it actually hurts my head like it lowers yeah. my iq like how can you literally say like point x and then point z which are total opposites in the same paragraph uh i, I definitely have my pent up things things bug me just like anyone and i'm quite a passionate guy so i would say that like uh, i think the only time you'll see me riled up is if i actually care <laughs> if it uh, if we're talking about something I care about and I'm upset, then yeah, maybe would be the only time you'd, you'd see a little angry at me. So oh. I just found myself kind of like 
not giving people in general just much leash. I was very just negative because everything I was just seeing on the internet was not good things about people. It was people assaulting people and robbing people and killing people in protests. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. messed me up pretty bad for a little while. And I think it took me a while to realize it. And if I'm honest, I think a lot of people are guilty of the same thing. In terms of the exercise, I did mention, like, I walked the dog, uh, I skateboarded as well. Not very well. I didn't know very well, but no. I tried. You know, I can pop an ollie and a few kick flips and a few bits. I can... You're I can like Tony Hawk, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's a small one, purely just for a cool uh, claim to fame. Uh, the new Tony Hawk's game recently was released, the, the remaster, and they did, like, an official uh, competition. Um, and uh, I did, like, a combo submission, like, just on the digital game, of course. Yeah, yeah. Game. Uh, but Tony Hawks himself gave it a like. He actually no. Yeah. Are oh, you made it? So, are there three books that have had the greatest impact on your health and happiness? <laughs> That's a really good question, actually. Uh, and these are—I don't know. These may seem a little random, but yeah, I do actually. And I've got oh, weirdly yeah, no. just those three books that we would probably go through right here. Um, yeah. So, before I spin them to the camera, these are a few. The two of these are absolutely brand new. Um, so I, well, I say brand new, maybe about a, a week or two, I've had some of them, um, one of them. So feeling a little grouchy, my books are super chilled out. Uh, so one, it was actually my birthday uh, about a week ago. So that yeah. was really cool. Uh, so what I got was, thank you so much, man. Thank you. Uh, so I actually got the Steve O book, which oh, was yeah. recently released. Um, I, I'm sorry if this is offensive to the camera. Uh, so I apologize in advance. But oh, this is signed by Steve-O if it uh, focuses. No kidding. His signature oh, is a little, uh, it's a little bit of a rude signature. But, uh, no, it's great. That's awesome. That's, but, that's yeah, what I expect uh, from Steve-O. Yeah, for sure. Um, so honestly, like, I guess this, this statement covers all three of these books, but just super lighthearted, just a goofy guy. This was a really good book for me because it was just something that wasn't serious for once. Yeah. Like, Love just that. nice to hear a guy who really doesn't care what he does and just has fun. So yeah, that's 100% been a big one for me. Uh, they're all kind of lighthearted. Uh, I'm a huge Carl Pilkinson fan, so Idiot Abroad is one I've actually been Okay. Uh, yeah, sorry. So it's based around like the, the Idiot Abroad series. It's like a, a lot of the things that are written in the book you can see on the TV. Um, but this just has like a few more like journal notes in between and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, Carl Wilkinson, once again, just an idiot, like a, a pretty feel good guy. All joking aside, though, he's actually like, I give him credit. I think he's quite a smart dude in his own right. Sure. Um, so yeah, reading the book's been really good. And again, a little bit of lighthearted fun. Um, this one is uh, also semi-new, uh, and I did mention on skateboard. So it's actually, uh, which I didn't know this existed until we, we recently found it, so it's Rodney Mullins. Oh, wow. Book. Sweet. Um, so he talks about, like, uh, I haven't read too far through, but I have uh, read some bits, and he's basically just explaining how he invented tricks, like certain ones. Uh, obviously, anybody that skates will will know, like, the ollie, the basic kickflip, a lot of these tricks are, are credited to Mullins. So, uh yeah, this one's been just kind of like a super interesting read. It's not necessarily goofy, but it's just cool to hear like all the bits that he's done for these tricks, get the mindset. You know, he explains how he's a very socially awkward person himself kind of related to this topic. Like his mental health is really tough. His parents always doubted him and said, you'll never like quit skateboarding. Why are you bothering? Yeah. And then it turns out he kind of ended up inventing the sport. So yeah, it's uh. If I had to say three books right now, these are the three most relevant books in my, in my life at the moment. Sorry, the dog's name again was... Oh, uh, Winston. Is Winston, the there we go. I'll try and get him into the frame. He's, uh, I know, yeah, yeah. Behind the camera and he's... Just, uh, 
Hi, Winston. Oh, yeah, buddy. Oh, yeah, buddy. He's so shepherd, hey? Huge man. Take a seat. Take a seat. We got our dog friend. Look at him. Look at Dardar. So it was Winston's first birthday. He is an all black German shepherd. He's honestly amazing. Oh, say hi. Yeah, this is Who's this puppy? This is Darwin. Yeah, this is Darwin. So he's a rescue. He's 50% Shep and 50% Golden Retriever. Oh, my fiance would want to steal your dog. I would be one of those guys stopping you in the street and be yeah. telling you how amazing the dog is. Yeah, I'd be like, be... I'm going to steal your dog, just so you <laughs> yep. know, sir. Yeah, <laughs> like, okay. Thanks cool. for the just... warning. But Thank you. Done. Now I know where he'll be. At least he's going to a nice yes. home. <laughs> everybody gives him treats, and everybody just wants to pet him. He's just like, such a good temperament. Like, he's a big dog, but he's like sure. 70 pounds, right? We're like, really? he's a big dog. Dude, yeah, it's a huge dog. He's, uh, he's the same, to be honest. He's a... Uh, yeah. Well, sorry, I don't know the difference. I'm not very good at math. What would uh? So he's oh yeah, he'd be kilograms. He would be. He's about um, kilo. Yeah, for Winston, oh yeah, he's yeah. bigger. He's bigger than Darwin. Yeah, is that bigger? Yeah, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, what yeah. It's not too good at math. But. Yeah, two point two. <laughs> so um, Dar is about thirty, probably about thirty kilo. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, 30, so a little bigger, but um, but yeah, he he. I mean, I guess since he showed his face, like he's been a, another huge positive. So I'm not saying everybody, I mean, not everybody can go buy a dog, but yeah. in terms of solutions, like we, it, we actually got him, uh, it'll been around uh, October, November, 2019. So just at the end, uh, just before COVID kind of introduced itself. So yeah. looking at that again, I've been semi-fortunate in some ways that uh, obviously when things went into lockdown, we had other distractions. We were raising the puppy, um, and while I was working from home, uh, I spent, in fact, uh, I'll show this for the camera, I uh, spent so much time dedicated to him. And when we uh, recently went on the trip to Amsterdam, I also got my first tattoo, uh, which I'm going to show you in a second. And it just happens to be Winston. So uh, if oh, I can get it in focus man. on the camera, I'll do my best. That uh, is amazing. So we have like Winston's face at the top and then this cool like scenery at the bottom. We got the mountains and the, the icy lake. She was an incredibly good artist, like really talented. Look how detailed um, that is, dude. Yeah, man. So I'm super stoked. This is my first, like I have a small tattoo on my chest, but we actually got this while we were in the band just on tall one year. Everybody yeah. in the crew. I can show this. It's nothing. Yeah, yeah, so it's something yeah. like a really silly symbol. Um, it was just like a matching mark that we all had. I don't really count this. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't really count this as a tattoo. So this was kind of my, my first real tattoo. Uh, it was a, a, an eight-hour job all in one day. Wow. And, uh, yeah, we had a 20-minute break and two kind of four-hour sittings. So we just went straight through and just tanked it through. It was meant, so. Yeah, dude. That's, yeah, so it's a little extreme, but uh, Winston's been a big part of my life. So he had a spot on my skin. He's been uh, he's been great for for helping my mental health personally. Just having again, like we said about the books and about the video games and the guitar playing, just anything to to keep the brain like in a in a normal reality and not Positive. the one we're all living in. Happy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, like you say, it's a strange time for absolutely everybody alive. I think that's why, like, in this interview, I'm trying not to just, like, moan. Because I understand it's been, like, it's been tough for absolutely everybody. Like, nobody has had a really happy year <laughs> at all. 
Um, you know, I did face like earlier in the year, there was just all kinds of like issues that it caused like off the back of just the changes, losing money so quickly and having to stress about like, how do we pay the bills and how do we feed the dog and ourselves? And, you know, it was all just, it's just been so stressful that, I don't know, I guess I've kind of trained myself to find happiness in the stuff that actually matters. Like uh, at the start of lockdown, to put it this way, if I was walking the dog, I would find myself just being lost in my head for those walks and not really in a good way. Like before I know it, right. the walk is complete and I'm back at the house and I haven't even really like, you know, been in the moment. And I kind of had a bit of a, a bit of a word with myself and was like, that really isn't cool. Like once I acknowledged that we were locked down, the uh, initial part was I'm stressed. I need to like, if even if we're locking down, I need to figure out a way to still make money and still keep work going. So initially that yeah spiraled me out pretty bad i was pretty worried i didn't know how to do it and yeah for days i was just not really thinking about anything a few months more into the lockdown obviously you adjust to the fact i am working as much as i was i have more free time it, when i walk the dog today i find myself a bit more present in my own mind like i'm looking at the dog and we're playing with the leaves and we're jogging about you know like and that wasn't what i was doing a few months ago and that was there was no real thing that made me do that other than myself. I just told myself I don't want to, like, I'm here with the dog now and that's all that should matter. Why am I thinking about these things that just aren't even relevant? Um, a lot of them are just false narratives that I'm just making up in my mind. It's not even real world stuff. It's just my head. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think for me, like, if lockdown taught me anything, it was how to just, like, focus on the stuff like that does matter. It kind of pulled me back down to earth, so to speak, and just, like, when I'm going out for a walk, just listen to the birds. Look at what color the sky is. If it's windy, you know, like feel the wind and the rain, you know. I know I know it does sound a little silly and can sound a little far-fetched for some, but yeah, I had to just like train myself to appreciate stuff again. And I believe if you ask me today, I think I'm doing okay right now. Like I believe that the things I've done by trying to like deflect my attention just to goofy fun books, whether it's the video games whether it's to putting out more content, because obviously that takes time. I've got to learn the pieces or write them, record them, shoot the video and all that thing. So that's quite like a, a fairly long process that I really enjoy from start to finish. Uh, I love doing that. Um, so I guess collectively, like those things are what allowed me to put my head back into like the here and now, because like, okay, I don't have to necessarily stress about getting more work because I've accepted I can't like, big whoop it sucks but I, I literally can only do what I can do and I let go of that and that was quite a big one because now it's like okay so now I can come back here like I'm not worried about this stuff I'm just worried about what I'm doing is it too cold to walk the dog if so let's put on a jacket that's really like <laughs> the real you know problems of the world no that's yeah man if I were to give you a magic wand, this is where you can be that magician that you uh, pay attention to. Magic I am a huge wand. Harry Potter fan, so this is exciting. Perfect. <laughs> okay, so you're going to create, and I, I, I need you to create a quick program. What kind of content would you uh, involve? Let's, get, let's talk about three, three important topics or concepts. Super good question. Um, if this works, like, to kind of put, I, I guess if we could categorize content. Yep. It would be cool for like, uh, this is kind of how my brain would go with that, I guess. Like the first day would be talking just about like acknowledgement. So this is just covering like with whoever you're discussing to like what it is that's actually bugging them. Cause like you've said, when we're talking, everyone is different. Like my problems will be different to somebody else's. Is it the diet that's bugging you? Like, 
Is it the lack of exercise, like you say? So for me, the definitely the like acknowledgement would be a huge, big section. Yeah. Um, and just discussing, finding out what it is. I guess for me, stage two would be like a reflection kind of period. So like, okay, we've acknowledged that because you don't eat, your moods are not very good and your headspace goes. Because obviously food is huge, man. Like, I don't think people truly acknowledge how much of a better mood you are just by eating. Like, it has so much effect to your mental health just by having food. And I definitely notice I get grouchy on days where I don't eat as well. Like, it does make a difference for sure. Um, so yeah, like the reflection side of it is obviously like, okay i acknowledge that this is kind of how i've been feeling and all of that what can we do about it and then i guess that would kind of tie into the third um and then like yeah the the, I guess the third section would just obviously be like the letting go slash plans for moving forward because what i think a huge thing is i think everybody has problems and they're all real like it's more than fair what most people kind of talk about but for i think as a small, dare I say, like a blanket statement, for most of them problems that does come up, where you've just got to let it go. Like, you've got to acknowledge, like, this is how it's going to be. And just holding on to that otherwise is not healthy kind of thing. So for me, it would be like an acknowledged stage of why am I not doing so good? A bit of reflection. So obviously they can kind of explain and go, okay, so we know that this is maybe why you're feeling the way. Like, does that make you feel better for now knowing blah, blah, blah? And then, yeah, that last stage is like, okay, well, what am I actually going to do? Because personally, I'm quite a proactive guy. I don't like to just sit on my hands in really any regard. Like if I notice things about myself I don't like, I do try and change them. Like I feel like we should all be doing that. Like if we're not doing anything else, surely we should be trying to just be a better version of a human being. Like just trying, you know, all the time. Like I'm not the kind of guy that was like, oh, well, just because I did so-and-so that way last year, it has to be that way like this year. I don't really hold on to traditions all that much. I just like to try and just move and change as we go kind of thing. Um, and I guess like to then three stages to kind of not make like it's all my content. There was a thing I saw, which was from like a samurai teaching on a Ted talk, um, really short. It was something called let it rain. Um, and all of the letters stood for something. I can't fully remember it all, but I like the acknowledge, like even just in the imagery, the word rain, obviously we all feel a bit gloomy. And it was just kind of like basically what I just regurgitated. It was loosely uh, rain uh, would be reflect, uh, acknowledge, uh, investigate. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, I can't remember what the M was, but it was just a basically like resolve it and just move on kind of thing. Um, and although I, I don't know, that, that mindset was a big thing for me. I like the idea of like rain. Cool. Just to close, bud, I got one last one. I, I want you sure. to fill in the blanks. I want to go from blank to blank so that I can blank and then I'll let you go. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's a tough one. Man. That's a really good one. Hmm. Hit the, hit the heavy questions here, but yeah, I'm going to try and be creative and try to think. Um, the only reason I'm having difficulty here is because at this moment, at the time of this interview, I'm not feeling particularly sad right now. So, yeah. um, so what do What's I the overall do? goal? Okay, I want to go hmm, from playing essentially polyphia tunes, which are insanely hard on the guitar. Yeah. I want to go from that. I'm going to give myself a little goal here. I want to do something that's even harder. To playing percussive acoustic classical guitar. Wow. So that I can call myself an incredibly varied and amazing all-round guitar player in every style. Love that. Does that work? 
All right, there you have it. Three of, wow, I did hundreds of interviews with artists just like Megan, just like Dan, and just like Danny. And uh, the results are all pretty profound. Um, A lot of us artists are feeling the heat on the same kind of areas, you know? Posturally, what we can be doing to correct position behind our instrument so we can play for longer. Um, how to stay motivated with it, how to recover from previous injuries. And what we've done is we've actually taken all of those, uh, all of those requests and put it into a program called the Music Fit Method. And as I said in the uh, early part of the show here, we've got that ready to launch February 22nd. I got 10 seats left. So if you guys are interested, please do reach out to musicfitcollective.com. You can find us on the socials. We are Music Fit. Um, and and definitely apply. Definitely inquire. If you got some questions, I'd love to help answer. Uh, me and the team here, we can uh, we can take care of you. Um, not only that, but as uh, as you may recall, it's not just for you. It's also for the next generation of musicians. Hey, maybe we missed the mark, but we can help create a better future for uh, for the industry. All right. If you guys are unaware, if you're in Canada and you're unaware of Unison Benevolent Fund, I'd highly, highly encourage you to go check them out. Actually, I was published as uh, as the contributing author on their blog here for, for the whole month, actually. So you guys can check them out at unisonfund.ca. Got some interesting articles connecting movement with the mindset and what kind of things we can all be doing to help each other uh, stay a little bit more well. All right. That's about it for this week. You guys know where to find me. Mike the Schwartz on the socials. You can also just shoot me an email at hey at MikeTheSchwartz.com. And uh, if you happen to dig this, you found some value, please, it mean the world, rate and review on whatever provider. I just recently re- discovered that Spotify doesn't have a way to review. I don't, I don't get what's up with that. What's up with that, Spotify? Let's get on this. All right, rate and review. You can always head to the Facebook page and uh, give us a five star if you dig it. Please be sure to share this out with someone you care about, though, if you did find value and the messages here are resonating. It would mean the world to me and the team here at Music Fit. All right, folks, but that's it. I'm just going to let Adrian Shalifor take you guys all the way home. Till next time, stay sweet. Peace. Peace.